Hey, welcome back to the Jawadian Podcast. Uh, we've been gone for a little bit. Uh, had a brief hiatus. Uh, Lalo the Supreme grew a beard. Shakur Wyatt got younger. Ayana got older. <laughs> and I got more <laughs> handsome. So, uh, today's topic is what is life if there is a possibility that there is nothing beyond death, you know? So what is the significance of this life that we're living? If there's no possibility of life after death, do you approach life differently? Do you approach it the same? Uh, so forth and so on. Right. Well, I think that um, before saying what is life, if there's no life after death, it's I'm going to bring a little context in. So I'm Muslim. And from the Muslim perspective, there is life after death, right? So the way we look at it is that the life that you live right now, we're judged for our actions. So there is a sense of accountability. So you could say that this is a, a kind of a incentive to do the right thing in life so that you could either go to a great place or for those in the Muslim world that believe in hellfire, you don't want to do anything terrible to send you to a bad place. So in order to live differently than that, you would have to have a different understanding coming from the background of someone that thinks that there is life after death or there is something after death. We're encouraged to live our life in a way where we have, you know, where we, we have good morals and we're upstanding citizens and we're doing good and we're being fruitful in the world and we're, we're sending good out there so that, you know, hopefully some good will come back on us. And also because that we believe we're going to be judged for our actions and there is a day of accountability we have to think about what we do and the, and the things that we leave behind because eventually we'll have to answer for that. And that's things that the public knows about and that's things that, that are private that we do that no one knows and only us. So um, with that being said, um, it really makes people live a certain way. So with that being said, it's like if it was the flip side and there was, there was nothing going to happen after death, I mean, it, I mean, there are people that already believe that there is nothing, right? So yeah. if, if, if I was going to switch it up, then I'd probably say that I would, I would either do one of two things, right? So I would either live my life in a way where I'm not going to be looking over my shoulder, right? Because I know that nobody's coming to stop me. Nobody, no higher power cares if I, you know, kick a cat, you know, God forbid. I'm just saying. I'm trying to say something terrible, but you know, you know, yeah, just, just a little kick, you know. So there, I know that there's no one, no one's coming for me. So I can either be a piece of trash, you know, and just just do whatever the hell I want because there's no accountability, or you know, I can try to do something where I don't know. That's it. That's interesting. The question even, is really like: Is the belief in a higher power indicative of being a good human being? Of course, religion always uses guilt to make you do the right thing. Of course, do this or burn in hell. Do that or end up in a fiery abode. Of course, you know, um, but then at the end of the day, we all do still have our own conscience. And you might want to live a good life because you get that fuzzy feeling inside and it makes you feel good to do good. Um, so then there's also that. But I definitely think that were it not for religion or whatever form of teaching that told you that there's something after you know maybe we would do things a little bit differently or maybe we just wouldn't think that deeply into it you know so I don't know I'm a little torn on that one because 
even now with someone that does have religion, I do feel, um, I'm so recently in, in my life, um, in Ahmed's life, you know, our dad passed away. And so when somebody like Islam says, when, when, when someone dies, the process of death is enough of a reminder for any wise person. And it really did put some things into perspective for me where in some areas of life, I give less fucks now. And I'm just like, I don't have time for this. It's petty. It's dumb. It's a waste of my energy and time because I know I have a finite amount of time to be on this planet. You know what I mean? So with that being said, um, for me, it's not necessarily about, I haven't changed how I'm going to carry myself. So I'm not going to carry myself like a piece of shit now. It's just that I'm going to give less fucks about petty stuff that, that I don't think is worth my time. So in that sense, I'm thinking to myself, like my life is not a dress rehearsal. Like this is it. Even though we believe there's an afterlife, we don't know that for sure. And we, no one has died and come back and told us, hey, I've seen this, I've seen that, I've seen the other. It's real. You know, we don't know that the kingdom of heaven is there. We don't really know about the pearly gates. All we know is what we see in movies or what someone has said based on a dream or something like that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that life is not a dress rehearsal. This is the real thing. I recently saw that on a movie and I thought it was great. Um, but like, yeah, this is this is the real deal. So I think just live in a way where you don't feel like trash about yourself. Yeah, yeah I, I can understand. But first of all, uh, Jesus was resurrected and uh, hence life after death. So, yeah. Just yeah, but that's you're... not average. You're not about to use a holy person, a holy figure. A, you know, you cannot use him, okay? Because what we're doing on earth is nothing compared to what he was doing. So it's, no, that's not the average situation, so okay? There, there's life after death, but just not That's forever. not the average situation. And still, that's a belief system. It's a belief. To you have know, faith you know, is to believe in something that hasn't been proven. People who believe in religion, well, us, we all operate on principles of faith and faith can either be broken or doubted. Or, and we have an incredibly small amount of time here. So is there really a point to getting money, status, you know, like what what really is there? Is there any substance to the life we're living? Or are we just like the bacteria that we wash away with hand sanitizer, you know? You know, we, we could be. I would say... I would say as a member of the Hokey Pokey Unicorn community um, that um, I don't think religion is to account for, for, for all of this. I mean, okay, so religion uh, is, so we're, we're judging this on the base of, basis of life after death. And this stems from uh, most religious uh, beliefs, a lot, sorry, Abrahamic religious, religious beliefs. That there is an existence of life after death. Um, <clears throat> yeah, as you guys said, you know this operates on the system of faith, and I, there's no there's no one who's been to the other side that I know of. I mean, Christians will say, "Hey, Jesus, you know that's why he's God and all this stuff." And um, but when we say that, we're not talking about him. We're not going to talk about the most holiest figures we can find and be like, "Oh, well, he walked on water, so so can we?" No, you can't walk on water. So stop pretending like you can. So it's it's not the same thing. But this is that's not what the the system of belief says. It doesn't say okay um, that this is essentially that 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 Jesus is completely the gatekeeper of um, uh, of life after death. It says that this is available to everyone. Well, okay, I'm not saying he's the gatekeeper, but I'm just saying that it's not a good comparison for 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 worldly folk. Okay. It's, 
saying that this is not for common folk, but the Bible does say that this is for common folk. Okay, You're but saying- we're, I'm not arguing about the teachings in the Bible. What we're referring to is is um, the question was, what is life if there is no possibility of nothing beyond? And so coming from the perspective of a religion, it's, it tells you that there is something beyond. When I made the comment that no one we know who has walked this earth in the year 2022, no one that we know has died, come back to life and told us, yes, indeed, it is what we thought it was. That has not happened on any kind of scale where we could say, okay, I know at least 50 people who have done this. No, we're talking about some holy figures from back in the day who we we try to emulate, but you know, we're falling short daily. Right. Okay. So, as a member of the the Hokey Pokey, um, one foot in, one foot out, fringe member community, I would have to say, <clears throat> what is life after death, or, or what is life if there is um, no life after death? It is just this. I think that for the most part, humans kind of um, <clears throat> overlook this experience or draw more of this experience. Hold on, I have I have something that uh, helps me formulate my thoughts. Go ahead, I'm going to come back to this. I remember that I was writing something recently about this. Oh, okay. So, text? my question, or not really my question, my observance is like, if I'm to put away my religious bias, we're humans, we are conscious, we're sophisticated. But at the end of the day, all the great structures and pyramids and relationships and and digitals and all, all the technology and stuff that we've come so far with, at the very base of it, our purpose in life down to the very primal point is just to reproduce and keep our our species alive, like every other species. Like we have we have kids that we love. We have um, movies that we love. We um, we have art that we create. You know, there's so much stuff that we do that makes us unique in the right. spectrum of the earth. But our general of- purpose at the base of it is just like, you know, a tiger to re- reproduce and keep living. Yeah, here's kind of... Because uh, we're animals, though. Yeah, this is what I had in my kind of journal notes the other day. It was uh, Obsession or... What is humanity's obsession with God? Is it an arrogant crusade for deeper meaning in our being here? We consider ourselves mammals like some of the many other creatures on Earth, yet we are unwilling to accept the evolutionary developments we share with other mammals and where they come from. Is humanity cursed with the gift of self-awareness? Has our perceived sophistications of ourselves over time made us believe Uh, there is more to existence than the tragedy that awaits us the moment we are born are we believing in the almighty for the sake of comfort and if so isn't that blind worship is is that the will of the absolute what is the soul an unexplained spiritual force that exists beyond the physical body or is it just a collection of learned experiences the mind accepts or disregards based on inherent tribal identity mammals of our kind are born with we don't remember before our births before we're given life we have no mental recollection of that time nor do we have recollection of the spiritual drifting that we can recall will there be one after our lives the body returns to dust and the mind dies too and we return to the planet and the cycle of life 
a simple species incapable of escaping our mortality? No. What about reproduction, where our genetic code is passed on and we live on? I don't know, just some stream of uh, consciousness thoughts I was having while falling asleep. And um, I think what I was I was kind of discussing with myself some of the some of the topic at hand and um, what is what is life if there's no afterlife and I think that for as humans we overlook the the current the, the life that we have and because of our cognition and everything we put ourselves above other other mammals other species and we give ourselves a great deal of importance in the scale of this whole experience of life as it is on earth and um i think unfortunately we're just another mammal just another species that's a part of this process and a part of this cycle and um yeah we're gonna die eventually and that'll be that but because of our cognition the thing that separates us from other mammals we believe that um there's more to it or there must be more to it you know and um so we, we tend to ponder these things so deeply and think them up, but there's really not anything else. And within your your ideology of the unicorn community, there is nothing else. Oh yes, the hokey pokey, one foot in, one foot out, uh, fringe at the edge of the ledge, unicorn community. I mean, I think it's an interesting topic, but it's something that mankind has always it's a debate we've always had it's, it's a conversation that's always been had if you look at people who follow religion if you look at people who don't follow religion they still follow something they still have a system that gets them up in the morning and that's the thing about humans you know it's not about blind worship it's about the fact that we need certain motivators in order to get up and in order to function and in order to survive Okay. So okay. We're, because I, of the fact that we're constantly learning, that means we're constantly doing new things. We're not capable of just sitting here and and plowing a field that we have to discover. That's who we but are. Eyes back into the need for blind worship and just believing in, in in things for the sake of comfort, because the universe, because we don't know what's out there in the universe, so there must be aliens. We don't know if there's life after death, and it scares us, so there must be one. Well, the people that are on Earth right now are not the ones who invented religion. And it was based on stories that have been passed down from people who may or may not have been around these holy figures is the reason why we have information about an afterlife. You know, or it's people that are more in, those- in, tapped into the spiritual realm. And they may have, who knows, spoken to the dead or spoken to someone on the other side or spoken to an unseen being or whatever, whatever you believe in. They've spoken to these things. And so they have some information about something that isn't us. Right. But even they weren't the first men. You know, why does it, why does God decide to reveal himself to, you know, generation after generation to generations later? You know, what about the first man? The first man should have had the most intimate connection and be able to spread that. But um, we didn't get religion from the first man. I mean, I don't, Not directly. I don't have those. Yeah, I mean, I don't have those. I don't have those answers. You know, it was different because when the first man was 
was it apparently i mean from the muslim side when the first man was there i don't think he didn't have a religion he didn't have a particular way of worship he was just there it wasn't until you know the eating of the fruit in the in in the you know the garden that sent mankind down down to earth and i mean this is all according to you know the muslim tradition right. whereas um, they've sent man down to earth and so now you know we're, we're trying to figure all this out how to get back who knows i uh well that yeah that's according to islam as far as i know as far as i know uh, there was no actual religion it was either just um moral principles or it was moral monotheism. values it was monotheism innately, that are innately uh developed within humans that are in, in, innately developed within humans you know just principles or habits and and conduct and behavior that is based on our our um species yeah but think about it if it was just the one man right and then he was given one woman maybe there was no need for a specific set of rules then you then that translated into them coming down to earth and the first murder then there was need for instruction there was no need for instruction on how to if there was just one person he was doing it his own way so you're saying god was just like giving it as he went sort of thing i mean that's how it happened after the first murder happened then it was like well what do i do then he watched the bird do bury the body so he learned how to bury so it was like you learn you see you observe you evolve so like 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 um like rungs to a ladder like steps in a in a process or a cycle i mean it it's possible you know and it's possible that it could be like steps in a ladder or, or a process it's certainly a process you know so like levels of indoctrination what what does indoctrination have to do with this Oh, well, you can't give them everything at once, right? It's more so about a self-discovery and when you need guidance, guidance is provided. Yeah, uh I I agree. I think it takes uh time to uh to develop and uh and change the mind and have it based around a system of uh a social system that uh you know delineates class and structure and um with a, with a moral high ground. You know. I mean, I think but, I think at the end of the day, um human beings, right? You say we're mammals and we're apparently the sophisticated mammals. Human beings, we need a certain kind of a structure in order to live our life. I'm not talking about a religious structure. I'm just saying a structure. If you go to communities that are undiscovered, right? Way out in Africa that haven't been discovered or haven't been visited. You still if you took an aerial view you would still see there was some order there there was some level of organization there was culture there was tradition there was ritual you'll still find those things from humans um I, it's just a part of who we are so this is what we do here in the US this is our form of structure or culture or whatever you call it and anywhere that you go in the world there's always going to be structure there's always going to be adaptation to climate weather is always going to be those things because yes we are mammals but we are we are a, a sophisticated mammal so we have to believe in life is a series of tasks and goals in order to feel worth it's worth a damn repeat it again i didn't hear you i said so we have to believe in god because life is a series of goals and tasks in order no 
we we always no matter who we are you know not even if you believe in god just as sophisticated as we are without any set of um any code to our being we we sort of fall out into this mania just you don't have to believe in god you could just believe in the sun or just believe in yourself in any form you always humans always have like that set of principles that they follow in some in some fashion exactly because we're in our na- it's in our nature to crave ritual and to crave routine and so that's the reason why we end up with these things that are important I, to us these this set of things that are important to us that make sense to us and then what do we do we teach that to our children and then what do they do they teach it to their children I understand what you're saying wholeheartedly. What I'm saying is that, okay, so religion falls directly into that category. It's just another thing to pass the time. It depends on what religion is to you. Religion, yeah, it does fall into the category of lifestyle. 100%. It's a belief system, but it's still lifestyle. I can't speak for everyone, but I personally just, I've had my own type of supernatural experiences with the one that I believe in. So now a scientist could come to me and say, hey, I don't know, maybe you were experiencing some type of chemical reaction in your brain or some intense feeling or, but that's what I'm choosing to believe that it is what I felt it was. That's why would, I continue on. Now, would, every would once like in a while, so up. Would you like to share it? Um, af- after the show, <laughs> after the show. <laughs> all right. Um, so I don't really have much doubt at all in what I believe in. There is a, uh, every once in a while, that couple, that 5%, that 1% of doubt will come in my mind. But whether it is true or not, I'm choosing to live as a good human being, not because I have two angels watching me and recording what I'm doing, just because it's there's a point to living in the moment. And as small as it is, to the earth, the solar system, the universe, the multiverse, as small as it is, it still means something to us because, I mean, whether souls are real or not, just small experiences like making somebody smile or they, they're intense to us, you know what I mean? So just living in the moment, I think, because we, we focus so much on what's on the horizon. And if there is nothing past the horizon, past death, then wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be the best to just, you know, yeah i i think it's so much i think the that pondering the the afterlife is is important right pondering whether whether or not we're here for a purpose or 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 not whether or not we're here for a purpose is important and pondering the afterlife is important but um i think it's just as important if there is no afterlife that like you said this is all this is the only experience that you have and so you want to live in a way that um, that is that is um, something that you can be proud of, you know, something that you can um, that affects people, you know, in a, in, a, in a good way, you know. Yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's whether it is a religion that you follow or something like that, it's personal, you know, and whether you're following it out of fear because you want to save your soul or whether you're following it because you've had specific uh, experiences like what Lalo has had and, and and that has caused you to say, you know what, this is the thing for me because I'm in a similar situation like Lalo. Like I've lived a pretty, um, you know, broad life and I've come to the conclusion that this is the thing for me. 
my religion is the thing that grounds me. It's the thing that gives me motivation and all that great stuff. So it's something that regardless of whether there is an afterlife or not, I found a sense of peace in what I'm doing. So I'm going to keep on doing that because it brings me joy. So that's how I, I see it. Like, what? I can appreciate from uh, a hedonistic perspective that last point you said where that can it gives you joy. But I can't. I, mean, I can't believe in something just because grounding, all these, all the other things you mentioned. I, I, I can't believe. I, I, the only thing I'm interested in is the truth. The truth? There's That's no it. guarantee. There's no guarantee of any truth of anything. What? Truth That's why it's called right. faith, right? Yeah. That's why it's called faith for a reason. Because you have faith in something that you're not a hundred percent sure about. You have yeah. faith in that this person came and said these things. You have faith that there's goodness in this and that this thing can lead you and keep you on a good path. You have faith in this because, like I said, it brings you joy. It brings you clarity. You know, it brings you a sense of tranquility in your life. And it makes you feel grounded and connected to something that has a higher purpose and that has a higher value. So it's not, for me, personally, it's not about truth, truth or falsehood. Because if that was the case, then I would be looking at every other every other person's faith as if they're wrong and I'm right. And I don't see it that way. I see it as there are many different paths to find clarity and to find goodness in the world. And I think if you're going to commit to something, you should do your best to commit to that thing. You know what I mean? And so it's not about truth for me. Right. I can I can I can respect that uh, your perspective. But for me, as a uh, belief in afterlife and belief in God itself, it needs to be based in truth. Because nothing in life has taught has told me ever that um, that just blind faith was important. And um, you know, I can't go about life w- with that. I need to know uh, that actions have reactions, and that there is a particular uh, result that could that could impact me down the way. Um, good or bad and it's coming from a proven source well then you're going to have to keep searching I think you're going to have to keep searching until you find that answer because um, I can't I can't give you guarantees I can I can give you what makes sense to me and which is the reason why I do what I do because I think as an adult it's your responsibility to be able to make sense out of what you're doing it's, it's your responsibility to know why you're doing something when you're a child, you do what you're told and you do what you're taught because that's your responsibility as a child to listen to your parents, you know, provided you're not being hurt and all that. But when you become an adult, then it's up to you to do that research and to and to be curious and to ask the questions and to read and to, to travel and to learn about other things. That way you can be confident with what you're doing and say, you know what, whether there is or isn't an afterlife, I believe that my what I'm doing is worth something. And I believe that there's got to be something at the end of the road where I get to have a conversation with the higher power or whatever it may be. Or at the very least, I know I lived my life in a decent way where I can die and be proud of what I have done while I was on Earth. Yeah, I think people, as it, as it relates to that afterlife again and, and that whole thing, I think that people... Um, People do die twice, you know. People do die twice. I think you die once when um, you physically die, but then you die again when the people that remember you stop remembering you, or they die. And um, I think that 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 is a great motivator to live in a way that um, that 
you know, it's memorable, right? And um, and 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 fondly as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. And so it's like if there is no possibility or there's nothing beyond death, you know, what is life? Life is a culmination of relationships that you have, the way that you treat your family and friends, the goodness that you offer them, the beauty that you bring to their life, and some amazing memories that they have of you when you're gone. Or you can take things even further and do more for people that you don't know and leave a larger impact on the world so that people are still thinking and talking about the goodness that you did because you built a library or because you started a school or whatever the case there's so many ways where you can have some kind of impact on this world you know just, and so it's up to you to decide i think life is a series of goals and tasks that ultimately culminate in our finality and um it's us it's up to us to find meaning in that experience uh hopefully before that finality comes and uh that's kind of my goal is to is to uh is to find meaning in the experience before the end but you know with the whole trickiness of death and how you can't really see it coming uh you know well most people don't see it coming uh, there's there may not be an opportunity for that but that is my goal to kind of uh make sense of hopefully make sense of the experience because i feel like that that's the most tranquil way anyone could go is to come to terms with their mortality and find meaning in having lived the life that they live